Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out podcast. That was Almost Honest with Amish Hex. That's from their upcoming album, The Hex of Penn's Woods. That'll be released on Argonata Records. Uh, more information on that to come. But for now, you should go check out this track. It's available on all streaming services, as far as I can tell. And there's a cool music video. It seems the story is about an Amish boy in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, right where I'm sitting, getting his revenge on people for making fun of him. So it sounds like this song might be about me getting murdered by an Amish person. Uh, It's a very likely scenario. I spent a lot of time picking on the Amish on this podcast and uh, my day has come. Maybe, maybe not. Either way, this band based out of New Cumberland, Pennsylvania is local to me and they literally just dropped into my inbox yesterday. I was surprised I wasn't aware of them already and I'm glad to have found them. They are already three albums deep, so there is plenty more to come, a lot to dive into and I'm happy to check them out. You should check them out with me. That's Almost Honest. Look them up wherever you look up music. I, of course, will have a link to the gettingitout.net page in the show notes where you can find links to all their other pages. That's how those pages work. So put my pages in your link tree. How about that? All right. On this episode of the podcast, I am moving over to Sweden to talk to David from Moon Coven. They've got a new record out called Sun King. It's on Ripple Music and it's been out for a couple of weeks and it's excellent. And we talk a lot about that and more. But first, we always need a little dose of that sweet, sweet hot zone. Check it! Make family out of friends! Make friends out of enemies! Peace to my family! Make friends till they bury all the places we've been! We're never sitting it out! We be getting it in! Where you getting it out? I said all the places we've been! We're never sitting it out! We be getting it in! Where you getting it out? Sports update. The Philadelphia Eagles are now 2-0. Good job, boys. You beat the fucking Vikings. Shouldn't have been that hard, but they did it anyway. I feel like that's been the theme of the season so far. Relax, Dan. It's been four days, five days, and two games, and they've won them both. So I think maybe we should all relax, myself included. Some weird stuff going on there, but it's football. I don't know what I'm talking about regardless. So they won. Good job. I've advanced to 1-0 in fantasy football. So now you're all up to speed on that. Speaking of the Philadelphia Eagles, I talked about the uh, the ex- escaped prisoner at the beginning of the last episode, and uh, he's since been caught. He was out there for two-ish weeks. It ended with him having a gun, which is exciting. And when he was arrested, he was wearing a Philadelphia Eagles sweatshirt. So see, it all comes full circle. The guy is Brazilian and a crafty fellow, if I do say so myself. I find myself being feeling a little disappointed that he got caught. Not because I don't think he should have. I'm glad he I'm glad he was caught. He was uh, literally uh, near family members' houses and uh, and a, a two-time murderer. So, you know, it's good that he was caught. I understand that. But I did enjoy the excitement of it. I'm not going to lie. I like that stuff. I, my, I always reference my favorite uh, serial killer, the, uh, the Beltway Sniper, snipers, I should say, the Beltway Snipers in the car that were driving around shooting people in the early 2000s. Very exciting stuff for somebody who lived just north of that action. Probably not 
as exciting as the people who lived in the heart of that action. I guess that's the case. The outside looking in looks pretty, pretty scary, <laughs> but uh, kind of kind of fun. You know, maybe it's being desensitized to all the tragedy uh, for people that are my age, my age, our age, for people who grew up with uh, school shootings, 9-11, um, just random acts of violence that was already there. But not like, but, you know, I guess there's war, too, but. I guess other generations grew up with a lot more violence and, uh, and chaos than I did. So I don't know what my excuse is. Uh, maybe just a, a lack of empathy is probably one of them. I could probably uh, look inside for that one, but I'm not going to do that. I am going to swing this all the way over to Sweden now because it's getting uncomfortable and talk to my friend, David Levin of Moon Coven. Uh, what are we talking about? Well, the new album, of course, it's called Sun King. It's out on Ripple Music. It almost certainly will end up on my favorite albums of the year list, which by now is about 400 records long. So I'm going to have some sorting out to do when I get there. Anyway, enough of that. I should play you a song from the record from Sun King and then get into my conversation with David. This is the opening track. It's called Wicked Words in Gold They Wrote.
we started out in uh, two, two, 2011, 2012, I think. Somewhere that I think we started to rehearse at the 2012 and uh, we recorded our first album ourselves. Um, it's called Amonita Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It was the first one. Uh, like five really, really long songs, which we... <laughs> Uh, before that, we three of us played in like a, how do you say like an extreme death metal band. Yeah, yeah. With the um, technical death metal, which was yeah. really difficult to play, and uh, uh, so we did like a like a revolution against that, yeah. and we played <laughs> as simple and long songs we could instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And. Uh, yeah, we liked it. It the first record, it's uh, yeah, it's got soul, but it's uh, was a DUI project. And then we got signed, and then we wanted to do another record, which we did in a in a studio. It's the self-titled Moon Coven, and after that, Slumberwood, and uh, I think the last album is a lot different from what we've done before. Mm. Uh, two members had to leave the band and uh i think we were almost uh at the at the breaking point like we got a little bit tired of the band because uh two members lived somewhere else and uh difficult to to get every, everything together so right. uh, so i think it was like a fresh start for us sun king and uh worked out pretty well actually yeah, I'd say so too. I'd say it's, I'd say it's pretty good. Uh, it's Thanks. it's what I expected from you, but maybe a little bit different. You know, sounds, and we'll, I'll, I'll ask you a little bit about that sound difference too. But I want to go back a little bit in in the Moon Coven history. Like you mentioned, you did that first record yourself. The next one you had on the label, but then you made the jump to Ripple Music for Slumberwood. Was that a big change for the band? Um. Yeah, in some ways it was. Yeah, I think the the first album we released, uh, um, Amanita Kingdom, uh, was um, it got pretty good PR and so on. But then they had uh, like uh, the guy who released it uh, jumped out of the label, and uh, nothing happened to our second album. Like we got no PR or anything, so no one uh, even noticed <laughs> the record was released. I think. Uh, suddenly it was just there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh and then we got ripple and they were much more serious about the pr and uh the listeners went up and uh yeah so it was a uh, i think so yeah it was a pretty big step from our first yeah. label yeah yeah ripple does a pretty uh pretty good job promoting their releases which is kind of a surprise because they put out a lot of records at least in my opinion they put they do release a lot of records but they really do get behind each of them and if it's somebody like me who listens to who listens to a lot like i listen to a lot of shit i like i like technical death metal i like hardcore I like punk i love doom metal i like stoner rock whatever the fuck it is i just like i like jazz too whatever but uh but ripple music ch- seems to fit their albums in to all those places somehow and i know they don't really do all those sounds but i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say exactly but uh, there's a reason that moon coven got on my radar and it's probably because ripple music uh going back to when you when you started the band 
you said you came from like a technical death metal thing to just going long and slow and simple, which is cool for the genre. Right. But is that, was that totally, was there any like bands or uh, specific influences you were trying to carry over when you started the band? Um, A lot of influences. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of, uh, listen to a lot of uh, dead meadow. I think that was our biggest inspiration. Yeah. And also sleep and electric wizard. Mm-hmm. And um, Acid King, all of those the classics. Uh, 90s. Yeah, the classics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but also like a sick, sick, more psychedelic stuff, uh, like Black Angels and uh, maybe something Floyd. Uh, yeah, Black Sabbath, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I would say you can't, you can't not say it. I mean, you don't have to. We all know it. But yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like uh, there's, there's, there seems to be a lot of like doom or well, i don't know actually that's kind of a question for you do you consider moon coven to be a doom band no i don't yeah i didn't uh, think so no a lot of people say we are a doom band but uh no i don't agree <laughs> <laughs> not anymore at least maybe our last album was a, a bit doomish yeah mm-hmm. but uh and some songs still are but i wouldn't call us a doom band no what do you uh, call it? I don't know. Heavy psych. Yeah. Okay. That, just, that works. Just, just rock. <laughs> yeah. Plus rock. I feel like that's. What, I mean, I feel like that's what a lot of people are going with now. Just rock and roll. Heavy rock is is one, and uh, it it fits. Of course, it's a big, it's a big genre, a big umbrella, but uh, but it certainly works. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's too much. Uh, how do you say? Like everyone tries to find the right words for their band bands uh genre they're playing in but uh uh i cannot really find a perfect name for it so yeah rock works for me (laughs) i guess (laughs) what works it works for the band too and uh i think i think that's good because i don't want to listen to i don't want to listen to something that sounds like just one thing and that's part of what i what i really like about what you're doing with moon coven and even more so on sun king uh how long did you guys work on the songs for this you mentioned that you know you might have just put it all away but you got new members and you you got to work on it how long did this project take for this specific record uh half a year maybe that's not bad something like that uh it went pretty fast actually Hmm. i think um the songwriting process when we're writing the music like the guitars and drums and so on uh it takes really it goes really fast uh like we're just doing it and then the lyrics and lyrics takes more time i think for me is that (laughs) is that you are you doing all the lyrics yeah yeah and the vocal parts and so on yeah i know you do the vocals i just didn't know if you had any if you had any help from the other guys with the with the actual content not anymore no <laughs> I think Axel wrote one lyric lyrics for one song once, but uh, uh, all other songs I wrote in the lyrics for. Yeah. Does that mean you get to kind of control if there is one, like a theme or a concept to the record? Is it? Does anybody have any input on what they want your songs to be about? The content at all? Uh, no, it's all me. I think. Yeah. I think it's more like uh, I write something and then they 
say, okay, this is good, or no, this is bad, you have to change this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it has to go through the filter of the band. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So that's it there. Well, that's very the nice of you to let them even... To let them even decide i would tell them to go fuck themselves as you, you want me to do the job then you get what i give you you know for sure <laughs> maybe they would leave the band and that's true you got to keep you got to keep them yeah <laughs> yeah this is just the, the lyric part because everyone else uh, so they do a lot of things on the songs like mm-hmm. uh, axel the guitarist he wrote a lot of songs as well yeah and uh freddie plays all the drum tracks and so on so mm-hmm. every, everyone contributes to their piece you know so i tell them that they don't do good stuff sometimes as well fair enough fair (laughs) enough do that so so. (laughs) we're judges uh to each other you know so well good then it's then it sounds more cooperative than uh than i was making it out to be but is (laughs) is there uh thematically is there a theme concept or anything to the songs on sun king uh yeah they're not like overall like, i should say oh overall, like they have like, a like a concept that's right, puts right everything together yeah uh no and yes i think uh like they're uh many of the songs are inspired by old tales i found like swedish folklore and stuff and also other folklore and also like historical events uh, but only inspired by like the moral of the tales, not the tales themselves, mm. so to speak. If you get what I mean. Yes, I do. Like, they're not uh, but... they're not historical correct or anything. The... Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I I, I understand. Uh, out of curiosity for yeah. me, what would be like a, and I'm not asking you to retell the whole thing, but what would be a uh, like the most popular Swedish folklore tale? Like what what is that? <laughs> Not something I am uh, in the lyrics, but maybe trolls and uh, trolls, <laughs> yeah, for sure, and uh, something called vettar, like weird creatures living in the forest and underneath uh, houses who are using like uh, magical uh, powers to influence people and stuff, like people believed in for hundreds of years. <laughs> Is that something like as kids growing up in the country that like you guys get told or like, you know, tricked into? Yeah. When we're kids. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like Santa Claus or something or. Oh, nice. uh, But trolls and uh, yeah. Better. Necken is something else. I don't know the English words for them, but they're. You might not have one. Yeah. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Weird creatures live in the forest that lures and uh, try to draw you in and trick you and stuff yeah so it's uh i think yeah, back in the days uh the folks tried to scare their kids with those stories and so on mm-hmm. but also they really believed in it like hardcore yeah but yeah. that's interesting <laughs> that's actually that's very interesting what and now i'm, I'm not going to take us down this i'm not going to go too much far down this path because i'll get way off track but what does a troll look like to a swedish person like what's the like, cause here it'd be like a real, a short little guy, you know. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, there's so many different like stories on how trolls is like in yeah. different parts of the countries and different. It's different in Norway than it is in Sweden as well. But uh, 
sometimes they can look just like us. They can infiltrate. Um, um, like my neighbor could be a troll, for example, and I would oh, know wow. about it. Yeah. My neighbor is a troll. Uh, I mean, not in a... <laughs> it's not too, nice of me, but... <laughs> but uh, like in Norwegian folklore, they are like giants or something. Mm-hmm. So mm. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, the stories change. That's why I kind of ask, because I see in different representations of some of them, they're, yeah, they're giants and some of them, they're like we have the little dolls uh but yeah <laughs> but all right so so there's a, there's a little bit of that like uh swedish um dna in moon coven in lyrics and in theme or concept do you feel that there's any in the sound um no i don't think so i don't think so just to be I don't, I don't really th- sing about trolls and necking and those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, yeah it's I know, more I know. like old yeah. stories uh, that I was no, inspired I, you of. You mentioned the, that like, you so... know, it's inspired by the folklore and the, the moral of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I think we're more inspired of uh, actually right now, like American bands and Australian bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think living in Sweden makes you create music in a I don't know. It's if it's like uh, it's very if it's very easy to make music in Sweden. That's why there are so many bands here. I think. Like, um, what do you mean by that? Uh, uh, the state provides uh, kids mm. to play music. Like, um, if you want to have some somewhere to rehearsal and uh, borrow instruments or something like that, you can do that for free. So we always done that growing up, and like playing with other kids and uh, playing with other bands uh, all around. Uh, you get to try that uh, everything for free. There's places to rehearse and uh, uh, so on. So, of course, that inspired us to play mm-hmm. the music that we are playing. Like, uh, But uh, uh, right now, there are not that very many bands here in Sweden that we are inspired of, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's super cool. I, I mean, I knew they were supportive, but I didn't know it was. I didn't know that that's how it works. And do they, does that does that continue for like anybody, or is that just only kids? No, and uh, everybody that wants it, yeah. And then if you want to, uh, uh, <clears throat> like have a rehearsal place for yourself that the mm-hmm. government provide you can pay a little fee or something but then you have to share the rehearsal place with others uh, but if you want a place just for yourself then you have to pay for everything of course right. so it's more like uh it's good for kids you know that can sure. share on everything yeah. with a lot of others and so on so we don't do that anymore uh, right. like we have our own place that's that's if you want to yeah of course yeah Yeah, that's i mean obviously uh, you know this but we don't have anything like that over here if you want to do it you better have the fucking money and the space and the time and nobody gives a shit so it better be good Mm -hmm. and there's so there's no like if you wanted to start a band if you want to start a band in this country your family the people around you are going to be like get get real get a fucking job and this shit's not going to work like (laughs) which is funny Because I live in in this neighborhood that I live in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. At least two of my neighborhoods, two of my neighbors that I've known for a very long time are touring musicians. So it's not like it's not impossible. It's not like it's impossible. It's, Mm. you know, you you can totally do it, but you're not going to get you're not going to get people backing you uh, in, in a, yeah. well, maybe they'll may, they might be supportive, but they'll be like, this is unrealistic. You can't, you can't do this. Mm. Takes too much yeah. time and efforts and uh, <laughs> exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, okay. Mm. So Sun King, I want you to tell me about how Sun King is different from the previous records. Cause I noticed it just listening to it. It seems like you expanded the sound quite a bit. How, what would you say is the biggest difference between Sun King and the previous Moon Coven releases? Um, I think it's uh, more diverse for the first mm-hmm. of it. And uh, it's faster and the songs are more compact. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's much more things going on in the songs. Sometimes we're playing the same riff <laughs> many times, right? Uh, but a lot of times there's more things happening. Like it's more fun, like more mm-hmm. playful, I would say. Uh, also more fun to play, and also more fun to play live. Yeah, um, I think that was one of our goals with the album to uh, uh, to make music that works be- better live for us. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, because something happens when you have um, more like, um, how do you say, d- dynamic in the dynamic, music? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're playing a slow song and then you're playing a fast song. And, uh, uh, and if you have a good set when you're playing live, you get a more energy out of it. Mm-hmm. It feels better. So that's why we wanted to do uh, a lot of different stuff, you know, try diff- new, new different stuff. Yeah, and also faster songs, not just slow songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it it, it does. I, I totally understand what you what you're saying. A lot of it simply it's just it's just a lot more. I don't want to use just vaguely use the term rock songs, but it's like you said, it's shorter, it's compact, yeah, I know what you mean, it's yeah. yeah, it's high, a little higher energy, but still sounds like Moon Coven. It doesn't sound that you didn't make this gigantic leap that's like it's it's not like listening to a different band. It's the same band, and I really respect that and. And, and appreciate cool, yeah. that about it. Um, you mentioned playing live. Do you guys play live much? I don't know about, you know, because I, I can't imagine you've ever been over here. So wh- what do you do over there? Uh, actually, the last couple of years, we have not played that much live. Yeah. Uh, because we wanted to focus on the record. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, once it was released, we want to play live now. So we have a couple of gigs now and, uh, and in the summer. Also, it's a while, but uh, we have uh, some gigs 
in front of us. Yeah. So we are hoping to change that to play more live mm -hmm. uh, if we get the time to yeah. it. Yeah. That's awesome. The 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 record, like we said, came out two weeks ago. How has the feedback been from from your chair? What have you heard? Uh, it has been overwhelmingly good, actually. Uh, much better than I could hope for. Really? Like, uh, like I would I, I was a little bit scared that people would not like it because. It's not that dark and slow anymore, like mm -hmm. the last albums is. So, like some of the songs are even like happy or <laughs> they're lighter, <laughs> not not that very dark. And some songs are yeah. dark, but uh, so I thought that people like, oh no, this is not Stone or Doom anymore, and uh, this is not the true Moon Coven and so on. But uh, it seems like. Uh, People actually like it, yeah, even more than uh, the earlier stuff. So that's great. That's great. But uh, you yeah. know, you gotta you gotta assume that uh, s people get tired of listening to the same old shit too. Like, I want to hear a band sure, evolve. Yeah. I like. Don't get me wrong. I like. I, I like shit that just continues to stay the same to, to a degree. But I also think it's more interesting when people do what you guys are doing. And what you did on Sun King, where you just make a little bit of a shift and to keep it interesting. And it, mm. like, I mean, it's obviously it's your band. You can take it wherever you want. Uh, and I like seeing what ideas come about. And especially the, the rate you're moving. I know it's been about four albums in 10 years or so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah, good, that's a pretty good pace. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. uh, the last albums was uh, a little bit more close, and then like six mm -hmm. six years later, Stumblewood came. So it was a a big gap, but yeah. now I think it's going to be closer to the records. So hopefully, did you have to sit on this one for a while when it was finished? Uh, yeah, for a year or something, I think. Mm. So are you already full into making the next one? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> it's it's almost done. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> because uh, Sun King was uh, already uh, everything was ready one year ago, summer, twenty twenty two. Then it took like a year to release it. Uh, so then you have a year to write music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, is it kind of like? Uh, do you feel like you're almost ready to move on? from the stuff on Sun King already? Uh, no, I'm not tired of it. <laughs> okay. I still think it's a great album. Uh, and we started to to rehearse the songs for live gigs as well. <laughs> so it's fun to, very funny to, to, um, to play the songs. Mm. Uh, you, you uh, I think, you self-engineered and produced the record, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Why do you choose to do it that way? We didn't have any money. <laughs> That's why. That's the sole reason. Like, we didn't have any money at all after Slumberwood because we yeah. didn't do any live gigs. It was in right. the middle of the pandemic. And uh, then we were like, what, what are we going to do now? Uh, okay, let's just buy. Um, we bought um, 
uh, interface, sound interface for all the money we we got left in the in the band, and then uh, we just started to record music in our own home studio. Was that something you were already familiar with how to do? Uh, yeah, I had a couple of bands uh, at the same time as I was playing with Moon Coven that I recorded myself. Uh, so I learned to do it uh, in the past, and uh, yeah, and then I just build on that. So this was, I think, this was the most uh, serious thing I recorded so far. Uh, with the, with the success you've had with it, because uh, it sounds great, is that going to is that going to uh, influence your decision going forward? Are you going to continue? Do you anticipate continuing to do it on your own? Uh, I think we're going to keep doing it ourselves at mm-hmm. uh, as much as possible. Uh, right. I have to say we didn't master the record. That's uh, It's mastered in the uh, studio Underjord in Sweden. Really good studio. Say, is that but a well-known we, studio? Uh, yeah, in Sweden it is, yeah. Uh, but um, we recorded it and mixed it ourselves. And I think we're going to do that in the... Maybe we'll uh, record drums in the studio the next mm-hmm. time, I think. And everything else uh, we're going to do ourselves. And uh, because we really... Or I really like to have control. <laughs> because... Uh, you know, in the past, when we when uh, someone else mixed it, I was uh, uh, maybe a little bit try to control too much, mm-hmm. uh, and then I just felt bad, like, oh my god, this is taking so long time, and uh, I bet uh, he's so annoyed with me, <laughs> and so on. So I just came up with like, oh, I'm I'm gonna do this myself this time. So I, hey, you know that's that's the way to do it. if you can do it by yourself you might as well do it by yourself i think is the unless somebody's got a reason that you shouldn't but uh i think if you i think if you're able to put out a quality record like like you've proved you can proven you can then uh i don't see any reason to uh to incur the cost of having the cost and time of having somebody else do it when you can do it yourself for sure uh that's the downside of it it takes time <laughs> a lot of yeah. time Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not um, uh, a professional, and I mm-hmm. like when I was doing it, I was learning stuff uh, yeah. at the same time, and I was trying out like a millions of different sounds and stuff to mm-hmm. to get the right feeling of everything. And uh, if you're a professional, you just know what to do, and it went yeah. on pretty fast. I think like the workflow and everything. So. Uh, oh yeah i'd imagine i mean even just even with myself with doing this with releasing podcasts there was a period where i would struggle to get one done a week and uh, that was like six years ago now i just do i if i felt the need to i could have this out tomorrow you know with a full produced like thing but that's just from experience just just from doing it you know yeah exactly you get better at it yeah maybe the next time when we record an album it will be be faster because we've done yeah. it already. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Of course. Of course. So uh, record's been out for two weeks. Reviews are good. 
What's been the most exciting part about this for you? Um, it's always fun to release a record and see that people write to you and the reviews comes in and you notice that there's actually people who are who, who listen to the album mm-hmm. and that's always overwhelming like yeah. we're some guys playing around in a in a basement recording <laughs> right our own music and there's actually people out there who listen to it uh, which is always cool and i think the the best thing about this record is that it seems to attract more people than uh, our last albums so mm-hmm. in some way we are growing a little bit Mm-hmm. Um, like we're getting a little bit bigger our crowd is getting a little bit bigger which is fun yeah yeah that's i can imagine that's yeah <laughs> well it's i i know you mean uh just seeing people from it's it's so weird to me always it will always be weird to me it'll always be super cool to me when i see that people like that i have no connection to are like listening to this this conversation that we're having right now. This will come out and I'll look and there'll be people listening in, I don't know, pick a country. And it's like, I, I don't know, how the fuck did they find this? You know, I mean, even in another way, like you and I are talking and we're both talking because you're doing this band, right? Because you started Moon Coven, because you wrote this, these cool records, it made me want to speak to you. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just weird, but awesome how these connections are made and how easily it's done now where, I mean, you and I seem both old enough that there was a time where you couldn't do this. Yeah, exactly. It's a, <laughs> you know, like, it's a whole new no thing. Option. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's something I ever thought about. Uh, like you're saying, like uh, back in the days, uh, how do you connect with people like through the internet? It d- didn't work. Like yeah. you had to, to reach a big crowd really fast if you were making music or otherwise you wouldn't make it. Now I think it's easier for smaller bands as well to to reach people. I don't know. I don't think it's easier to like earn money as a musician, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to to reach more people nowadays. And I think I uh, think the the caveat to that is it's easier it's easier to reach more people, but it's harder to keep their attention because everybody can reach the same amount of people. So you got to fucking yeah, have it. Yeah. You got to nail it, deliver it. And, uh, or else you're just going to get replaced by the next. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true because there's so many bands out there on the internet and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's true. Artwork, the cover for the album. What, what is the cover for Sun King? What am I looking at? Hmm. Oh, you mean like the the symbolic around uh, behind it, or uh, the drawing? Yeah, the the yeah that tower, a, what, whatever it is. It's a tower reaching for the sky. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Uh, actually, I draw it. You did also. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man, what don't you do for this band? I don't know. <laughs> but um how do you say like i think it's uh s- no i don't want to i don't want to spoil too much about it because uh, gotcha. okay. sometimes the symbolic it gets when you're talking about art and music and so on it's it gets like uh to uh it's better to people to to watch it and like make their own decision i think 
And like, I if feel, they can I, connect it to the lyrics and everything, it's good for them if they can find something in it. I have my own reputation, uh, like my own thing about it, but uh, yeah. I like that. I know. I, I appreciate that. You know, leave it open to interpretation and uh, let people find in it whatever they find. That's a, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds cheesy also when I'm talking, if I try to explain what I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so. No, I dude, don't, don't, don't sweat it. I get it. it and uh, I, I, I think it's, I think it all looks cool. It's a great package. It sounds awesome. It looks cool. I didn't know that you have done like literally everything with this record where you're, you're playing the music, writing the music, playing the music, singing the music, uh, producing, mixing, doing the artwork. Uh, that's, that's all very cool. I I know of course the rest of your band is uh performing and, and writing as well, but uh, that's, it's a, this, this is something to be proud of. This is a cool record. Thank cool you so band. much. We, uh, we're D DUI band for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, what's what's left for or what's I guess what can you say is on the horizon for Moon Coven in 2023? I think we 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 need to find some live gigs. Hopefully we can play on some festivals next summer and around um uh, around Scandinavia and maybe down in Germany and so on. That's our plan right now. And also start recording some new stuff. Yeah, uh, so it all depends. Like, if we get a lot of uh, uh, live gigs, the record will delay a little bit, I think, or maybe <laughs> it will be ready soon. The next album, I don't know. We'll see. I think we're, we're gonna, gonna find have, out. <laughs> we just have fun, you know, play live and record music and do what we like. Be creative. Yeah, that's our plan.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with David of Moon Coven. The song you just heard was Gilded Apple. Of course, that is on the new record, Sun King, available everywhere on Ripple Music. Thanks to David for his time. Thanks to you for your time. Thanks to everybody across the world for all of their time. It's been fun. Not that much fun, but a little bit fun. Kind of exciting, you know, lots of things. This might be one of them. Looking forward to uh, debates. Are we are we at that point yet? I don't know why I'm going into a thing like this is the beginning of the show. Anyway, looking forward to some debates. Debates with who? I don't know. Just some guys, you know, getting around, standing around, discussing some things, having some fun. Okay, no, here's what you should do. You should go to gettingitout.net. Check out what's going on over there. Today is a list of brand new releases, September 15th, Friday, September 15th. And there's a shitload of cool stuff out today. A ton, really. So please check that out and be on the lookout for a lot of new episodes of the podcast coming very soon. Some exciting guests, ones that I'm excited to share with you. We'll get there soon. Looking like maybe three episodes for the next two weeks, but we'll see when we get there. Let's leave this one with a new song from Dead Feathers. Are you familiar with Dead Feathers? If not, you should be. This track is from their new album. It's called Full Circle. It's the title track from the record, which drops next week, September 22nd on Ripple Music. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.